Ryan, it was the Boogeyman. As a matter of fact, it was. This is the Halloween Movie Draft. I spent eight years trying to reach him, and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. I think he'll come back. Spooky Ryan. And this is a podcast where we like to talk about horror movies, both popular and unpopular, some foreign, some weird stuff, and today, the Halloween franchise. Woo! Yeah. Halloween episode. I was going to say, Halloween episode on Halloween Day. It's almost like we planned it in some (laughs) way. So this is going to be a little bit unusual if you've been listening to our episodes. You know we normally tackle a single movie at a time. Maybe we'll cover two or three if we include some quick hits to begin an episode. Mm-hmm. But here, we're going to actually discuss a lot of movies. Yeah. We are going to tackle the Halloween franchise that began in 1978 with John Carpenter's masterpiece and mm-hmm. goes all the way through to a couple weeks ago when they released a movie that if you've listened to our episode, you know we're not too big a fans of. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so, some quick housekeeping. Uh, we are going to be posting a poll on our Twitter account for who wins this. Mm-hmm. Do we care who wins? A little bit. But little. probably not that much. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> this is going to end our friendship and destroy the podcast. Like, <laughs> yes, it is. This is going to be ground zero for the destruction of our podcast empire. But, <laughs> go ahead. But, but regardless, uh, we do want you guys to go ahead and vote on that. So check out Bella Lugosi, at Bella Lugosi Pod on Twitter, and that way you can also, you know, subscribe to our website, subscribe to the podcast, follow us on everything we do, because we're awesome. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> cool. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and get into the actual draft itself. Uh, Ryan, we have, I believe it's 13 movies to choose from, ironically mm-hmm. enough. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but we are going to do five rounds. Okay. So this way we only actually pick ten movies and mm-hmm. three movies get kicked to the curb. I know one that will. <laughs> so this is kind of the big question that I wanted to ask you. Because sure. we know that there is an obvious number one overall pick. Yeah. Like it would be insane if yeah. either of us did not pick the original number one overall. Right. right. Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree. I think the second one's really good, but without the first one, the second one has no ability to exist or be good. All right, so here's the question. Do we mm-hmm. want to include it, or do we want to count it as one of our drops? I think I think for to make it fun, I think we drop it, and, yeah. we, and we see what happens, because obviously whoever gets the first Halloween already has – it's basically just luck at that point, right? Exactly, and I think that also probably would dictate the winner of the poll. 
Yeah. <laughs> Almost <laughs> That's certainly. True. There's only five. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think we do. I think we go ahead and drop it. So real quick, before we just pass on the obvious king of this franchise, what do you want to say about 1978's Halloween? It is incredible. I think it re... I mean, of course, there's like Black Christmas and some other slashers that came before it, but I think John Carpenter took it and and made something really deep and interesting, right? And with such little – and like we've covered it the last time we started up a podcast, and the amount of money that he had and the amount of time that he had to film this is just incredible. It's just really incredible. Yeah, I mean 78 Halloween is one of the seminal films in the entire genre. Mm -hmm. And that's maybe putting it lightly. I think it's personally one of the 50 best American films ever made. Wow. And so I am over the moon for this movie. Sure. Uh, I would have gutted you for it. Sure. <laughs> no, I hear you. No, it, it, like, like legitimately, Halloween is, holds a special place in my heart. Yeah. Uh, it is terrifying to to all hell. Like, it is one of the scariest movies ever made. Yeah. And, yeah, I just think that it stands out as such a milestone of our culture that, yeah. you know, 45 years later, we are still trying to chase that high. I agree. And it's impossible to catch up to it because it is so seminal and not only the influence it had on the genre, right. but it just is, it holds up so well. It's so sleek as its own movie. It just breezes by. It is the fastest watch. It feels like you were only watching it for like half an hour and the movie's over. Yes. That like, is actually true. <laughs> it, it, it is just one of the few perfect films in the genre. Yeah. And no, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I, I have very little else to say about it. No, I, I completely agree. I think like I think that it started off the slasher genre and it allowed horror horror movies to take a new sort of look at what they could do graphically, right? And yeah. without without Halloween, there's no Friday the thirteenth, there's no Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, that whole nineteen eighties kick <laughs> wouldn't have existed at all without Halloween. So it definitely is, it's sort of the, uh, you know, Alfred Hitchcock, uh, first, you know, Lovecraft way back in the day. And then Alfred Hitchcock and then John Carpenter's Halloween really kicked off modern horror, you know? Yep. A hundred percent. Like it's, it, it is really such an important film. I, we can honestly spend five hours talking about it if we wanted yep. to. Yep. So, uh, because of that, because it is so great, we are not going to spend much more time on it today. We're going to go ahead and jump into the rest of this very esteemed franchise, or not esteemed, depending on how you feel about <laughs> it. And we're going to go ahead and kick off the draft. Okay, so Ryan, I've got a coin flip ready to go. Okay. Should okay, I so call it? You go ahead and call it. All right, I'm going to call heads. All right, you get first pick. Woo! I'm going to go Halloween 2. All right, so <laughs> Halloween 2 from Rob Zombie. No! Uh, <laughs> Stick overall, Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So the 1981 uh, Halloween Two, Ryan. Why did you pick this one as your number one overall pick? Although Halloween is great for what it is and for the um for what it did for cinema and all of those sort of things, I think that Halloween Two is a um, scarier movie. I think that the kills are more intense. I think it was a perfect follow-up to Halloween. It literally is on the same day, right? Isn't it the same day? Yeah, same night. A few yeah, hours same later. night. Yeah, and so, I mean, that one kill where the person gets stuck in the cryogenic, like, tub, 
The, the bathtub kill, where he just keeps dunking her and she yes. boils to death. Yes. I mean, like, that is an all-time kill. Yeah. Even with the nudity involved, which is a little problematic. The rest of it is yeah. still yes. pretty tight. Yeah, I agree. And and there's certain, like, and we'll get into nudity, especially with Rob Zombie, but there's nudity that makes sense, and then there's nudity that's just, um, that's just for the sake of nudity. It doesn't make sense. It's purely for the male gaze, and it, I don't know, I, I feel like it feels immature when, you, when you're doing things like that. It's like, ooh, boobies. Like, yeah, but, the, and, I mean, and some of this is because, you know, it took them a few years to release a sequel. Right. It was not originally planned to be a sequel, but they had a cool idea. I think it makes a lot of sense. I liked it. And Universal picks up the tab this time, because mm-hmm. we didn't really discuss when we talked about the first one, but this is the first one that's in the studio system, and then mm-hmm. the rest of them are, are, from here on out, are basically, right, yeah, uh, just studio films. Mm-hmm. So that's why it feels a little bit more polished. Than some yeah. No, absolutely. But it also has clearly executives being like, but where's the tits? Like, <laughs> Right, exactly. I mean, from what I understand, Carpenter was pretty hands-on in the reshoots on this one. Like, he yeah. went and did the thing instead, but then came back and was like, hey, this movie could use a punch-up, and then yeah. did his punch-up and helped the movie like kind of cross over the finish line. So, yeah, yeah it's definitely... Definitely a dope as shit movie. Um, yeah. yeah. The one person who I always feel bad for is Ben Tramer, the kid okay. who Loomis is like, that's Michael! And then he's like, what? No? Nah? And he gets hit by a car and gets blown up. <laughs> There's all of this violence going on associated with Michael. <laughs> well, and I think the Ben Tramer character, I think, is the one that Laurie was into Oh, in the first movie that we never see yeah. on screen. And so he, he oh. just happens to be wearing a Michael Myers mask. Imagine no. if he had shown up to the house and oh, Laurie murdered him. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, dude. You're right. There is like this character that they're talking about that. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, ahead, yeah, Ben Trey reads hit by a car. Uh, I think that the whole hospital sequence is just so cool. It like, is. Like, like, especially at the end when they blow up the whole ass hospital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. The original Joker scene, right? <laughs> yes. When, when, when I rewatched it for this, I forgot how absolutely visceral it is. Like, I think the mask in particular looks right. so freaking cool. Yeah. Like, That's it, interesting. Yeah. I just was a huge fan uh, 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 on my rewatch. I was yeah. very, very happy yeah. with how much it held up. I thought maybe, oh, I'm over-exaggerating. It's not mm-hmm. actually that good. And then yeah. I watched it again. I was like, nope, never mind. It still is dope as shit. Yes, yes. I, I actually, I mean, it would be silly to not pick the original Halloween, but there are times where I like Halloween 2 better because it's a lot more quick and fast. Yeah. Whereas Halloween is a, a little bit slower build because they're introducing everyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was Halloween 2, the 1981 film. Uh, that was pick number one. Okay, so mm-hmm. now it comes over to AJ. I'm so interested to see where you go with this. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with... The Tommy Lee Wallace directed Halloween Three: Season oh, of the Witch. I knew you. Were, I was. Is he gonna go with a non-Michael pick? <laughs> but it's the obvious choice here. <laughs> well, I mean, I really love this movie for so yeah. many reasons. I know that this is one that is going to be highly controversial in the <laughs> Halloween fan base because yeah. I am starting Are you off trying my to draft. Win or trying to gush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm starting off my draft without a Michael Myers in what is essentially the Michael Myers draft. I figure I'll get enough of him anyway with my other four picks. I hear you. But yeah, no, Halloween three, 
uh, is such an oddball movie. Mm-hmm. For anybody who has not seen it, this movie does not have Michael Myers in it. It is about a coven who is building <laughs> weird masks to give to children, and then they're going to kill all the children, because it's witches hate good. children. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, that's basically the plot, and it's dope as shit, and it is terrifying. When they play the commercial, the yes. 10 more days to Halloween, Halloween, mm-hmm. Halloween, that's what I know, like, I am in spooky season. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and that the uh, the children's like melting into bugs <laughs> and snakes. Honestly, ah. one of the most terrifying horror images I've ever seen. Yes, <laughs> especially because you don't expect children to be killed on set, unseen. You know. <laughs> exactly. Um, I also love Tom Atkins, who's playing the lead in this movie. Mm-hmm. He actually has a really fun performance. He does. Like, like, he has to basically ah. be an insane person for most ah. of the movie, only to be proven ah. right. Yeah. So yeah. Ah. I like it a lot. Yeah, no, absolutely. I hear you. I'm I'm right on board with you. Halloween three is definitely a very good movie that is rewatchable and everyone should watch. And I understand why people are sometimes disappointed. <laughs> yeah, like if you're not prepared for the fact that this movie is not a Michael Myers movie, right. I do understand why you might not like it. Right. But once you know it's not a Michael Myers movie, you rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Now you are tuned into what it's doing. It is right. an awesome ah. horror movie. Absolutely. No, I hear you. All right, so Ryan, this is where we did a quick choice because we didn't clarify this ahead of time. Serpentine style or just back and forth? What do you I, think? I'll just go back and forth. I don't know. Okay, really sounds good. Right, so you're pick, Ryan. All right, I am gonna go for the newer Halloweens. I'm gonna go with Halloween Kills as my second pick. All right, Halloween Kills off the board. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Ryan, why did you pick Halloween Kills over some of the other films? I I I can understand how people would be upset with that over the more originals. I know that you know four is is good. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> Five, um, okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but but that movie just hit so hard for me. Um, I texted after I left. First of all, the the 2018 was an amazing movie in general where I people were upset about it. I don't know in the theater when I was watching it because they were just like they were just saying, why would they do that? Why would this person do that? Et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, because it's a slasher movie. (laughs) Yeah. Slasher movies are, you know, movies where people make dumb decisions and die. Yeah, and we need them to make some decisions to die. And I think it was a, a slasher movie. And the thing that Halloween Kills did is it upped the ante in a way that I've never seen a slasher movie up the ante, where the entire town is in panic. And I think it's such it was such an amazing movie about our current society and where we are right now. Where everyone's terrified of these, of like the boogeyman or something horrible. And, you know, it was filmed before uh, January 6th, but where they're storming the hospital and people are getting hurt and people are dying and people not associated with Michael Myers are like, are being thrown out the window and jumping out the window and like, and killing themselves. I was like, wow, this is such a visceral, powerful movie and scene. And then, of course, the opening scene where he's Michael's just destroying firemen. That's just super fun within itself. So <laughs> I thought evil was supposed to die at night, but really, it was the firemen. It was the firemen. <laughs> Let him burn! <laughs> Michael hates fire like Frankenstein, and then he yeah. murders everyone. <laughs> Ooh, firemen! <laughs> <laughs> 
Michael Gill. I say you have a very flamey uh, theme going with your pick so far. That is true. Michael got blown up in one of them, and then <laughs> walks out of a fire building in the second yeah. one. That's true. All right, go for it. All right, uh, with the fourth overall pick in the Halloween draft, <laughs> AJ selects Halloween 2018. Yeah, that's a good uh, That's going to be Halloween H4O, uh, the return of Laurie Strode to the franchise after being gone for a few years there. Especially because uh, I think the way that we left Hall- Halloween without Laurie Strode in mm-hmm. Halloween Resurrection is quite disappointing. Right. So I do not necessarily disagree with David Gordon Green's choice to say, yeah, let's ignore all of those other movies. Because <laughs> yeah. it kind of sucked uh, <laughs> the last time Laurie Strode was on the screen. Right. So, no, um, I think that what Halloween 2018 does very well, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is after it does play through some of the beats of the original film, and, you know, you see Michael watching people from the sidelines at one yeah. point, you see him murder a bunch of podcast journalists, um, <laughs> yes. which is horrifying, and yes. they probably don't deserve it. I will <laughs> say, it's the one thing about this franchise under David Gordon Green I don't quite get is, Michael just seems to murder a bunch of people just because yeah. there was in the original some purpose behind him killing sure. the people he kills. Yeah. But anyway, I think that the idea to frame it being like, why is this whole town held hostage by like this one guy who only committed a few murders 40 years earlier is really interesting. Yeah. And then not only does he kill like five people almost immediately, but yeah. he then goes on a full-blown rampage through this town. Yes. And I think that what I like the most about it is also David Gordon Green does some really cool filmmaking. Like, mm. the wonder where Michael bumps into a child and then he walks around the back and then he, like, murders the woman in the room. Yeah. Like, like, like in her, like, foyer. Yes. And, and just, like, keeps on his killing spree. Like, yeah. he is, like, really violent, really disturbed. Yes. And... You know, I think that there's just something interesting about that. And I think yeah. the film's overall conclusion, obviously a lot of people have focused on the trauma of it all, right. which was probably overblown even then and has only been made worse by the yeah. 700 movies that use trauma as their crutch now. Yes. I think that there's ultimately, like, a, you can't let pointless violence destroy your life as the mm-hmm. main theme of the movie. Yeah. And you, you have to try to move on from it or, or try to find mm-hmm. something to to you know find purpose in your life yeah and I think that Lori is seen as she lives she's lived her life as a bad person that, yeah that that all, everything that happened to her was bad but she let it destroy her in a way yeah so absolutely I think that there's interesting commentaries going on in the movie even yeah. if it's not always 100 percent successful even if some of the jokes don't land right. um and also that little kid who comes in for like one scene to be babysat and so his babysitter can die, that yeah. kid is hilarious. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I love that kid. Yeah. Was he back though? I think he was back in another movie, wasn't he? In the in Halloween Ends, yeah, he shows up when the they're going to grind Michael's bones. <laughs> yes. Uh, he pops up <laughs> in there for one second. I wish he said something funny there. <laughs> yeah, that would have been I mean, that would have been great, obviously. Hey, hey say something funny. <laughs> Just like poking him. <laughs> <laughs> Make a joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, that is Halloween 2018. Ryan, back over to you. Um, yeah, I, well, I just want to uh, uh, talk a little bit about that movie, too, a little bit. Is that okay? Yeah, go for it. No, um, no you're not talking about my movie, Ryan. 
<laughs> so, anyways, uh, the one thing I think that the movie it's it's the post traumatic growth, right? Like being in a traumatized state and finding purpose and rewiring your brain to realize that yes, horrible chaotic things do happen, and that is a instance where this is a, a, a expectation shattering event. And it's so reasonable that you'd want to protect yourself from that. And that's also fair. And you and you can live your life knowing that that's what your brain wants you to do to keep you safe. And is it keeping you too safe? Is it keeping you is it keeping you locked in a uh, in a death trap? you know what i mean and shooting guns to prepare for the eventual coming of michael myers like <laughs> yeah i mean for 40 years is a long time to have <laughs> to have been um very upset <laughs> by where he was yeah. locked in a hand gun. yeah i mean like I, I do not disagree with the fact that it would destroy somebody's entire like, oh yeah feeling of comfort and safety no uh but it, the fact that it does destroy her so heavily is a little upsetting no i hear you no i hear you i hear you well, I'm going to go next with my next pick. I'm going to take Hall, uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Um, in the rewatch, and me and AJ kind of talked about it a little bit, in the rewatch, I I still don't really care about why Michael Myers kills. Um, I also think that, like, to create a sociopathic killer would take much more time than than Rob Zombie wanted to commit to doing it, and it's just like, Oh, your dad's a drunk and he's kind of mean to you and your sister is like mean to you and the only person that loves you is your mom and that's why Michael Myers kills people. Yeah, <laughs> just... that's I think my biggest problem with it is that it just kind of like throws like a bunch of reasons as to why he might murder people right. at the wall. Yeah. And so, yeah, all, all of them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like the cool thing about Rob Zombie is Rob Zombie is a fan that is is famous famous enough to make movies. So he's a true crime fan. He's a horror fan, and basically he's just as famous enough and famous enough to make movies. So there's so many callbacks to like Texas Chainsaw, where the girl runs out of the house, and he does it in both movies, which is kind of like watching it back to back. I'm like, okay, Rob, like you did this, you did this in the last movie, <laughs> but she's running out of the house, and he like grabs her and drags her back into the house. You know, that's yeah, a Texas that's a Chainsaw point. callback. Great point. I think that the one place that Rob Zombie always does this, and it just it just I we are I I I just feel that nudity and gore having a purpose is important because otherwise it just seems immature. You know what I mean? It just feels like oh boobies, like cool. And Rob Zombie does that a lot. He just is like, here's women naked and they didn't have to be naked in these scenes it wasn't purposeful or meaningful for them to be naked sure. and in his movie especially the first one i think he toned it down in the second one but the second one was just a lot so wasn't the second um, one to have a whole scene at a strip club yeah but see that's purposeful he's at a strip club what i think is a little awkward at times about rob zombie's fetish fetish uh, sizing of women specifically is that it's often his wife. It's often his wife. It's often like... his wife. It's often his wife. Uh, Sharon Moon Zombie is a fine actress. Yes. I think in supporting roles like this, yeah. I think she actually makes a lot more sense. Yes. As opposed to like the monsters where she's like the lead character. I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it. But yeah. I... So, uh, yeah, I think that 
there's a lot to like about this movie. Mm-hmm. I think the second half of the movie is a really good remake. Yeah. Like, like, like it is, like, freaky. It is grisly. It is right. really dark yeah. in how it just picks the violence. And yeah. the vi- it is, like, no holds bar. Like, this is bloody as shit. Right. And I think that the way that he is able to capture Haddonfield once he turns it back into a Halloween remake yeah. is really interesting. I, I do think yeah. it, it is a real way to see the difference in style between Carpenter and Zombie. I agree. It, but it's, it is that first 30, 45 minutes that I struggle care. with. Yeah. I just I, – I just see, Rob Zombie always does something with true crime, like – the House of a Thousand Corpses is a homage to true crime and serial killers and killers in general. And especially like Grindhouse movies. Yes. And so he really, really wants to, like, build in that true crime piece and show that he knows about true crime. And I actually think he does a better job in the second movie, even though it's poorly executed. But we'll probably have to go in that direction soon because it's starting to get <laughs> – We're starting, we're starting to lose some of our – yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so with that, I'll... back over to me. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and take Halloween 4, The Return yeah. of Michael Myers. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I am a big fan of this movie for several reasons. I, I think the number one reason is that I love the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I really love the end. Yeah. I think that Danielle Harris is an excellent Jamie, and mm-hmm. the Jamie character makes a ton of sense, considering yeah. that they were moving back onto the Michael Myers path. Right. They're trying to figure out, like, hey, like he's got to come back to these movies. Yeah. Because uh, as... Three. <laughs> yeah. Because people even though really I love Halloween 3, three, people hated it at the time. And they're like, we got to get more Michael Myers in our movies. <laughs> and they're like, I guess. And then roll them back out. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think that everything about 4 is super weird, but I just think it's a very cool movie. And I think yeah. that the rednecks in town, the posse... Yeah. <laughs> that murders a child <laughs> is really cool. It's a really nice touch. Yeah. I think the fact that Haddonfield in that movie is like, hey, you know what? Fuck this guy. Like, fuck Michael Myers. That <laughs> asshole. He, he yeah. killed a bunch of other people. We're going to hunt him down. And the whole movie, everyone's like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, we're going to kill Michael Myers this time. There's a, I, I think that there's a lot to like about it. Yeah. I think it's a little silly. But ultimately, I think the thing that sells me on this movie is the ending. That final shot yes. is so good. I agree. I would argue it might even be like the second best shot in the entire franchise. What's number one? I mean, number one has got to be something from the original Halloween. Sure. Like, like, there's like 700 shots. I mean, him at the top of the stairs yeah. is probably like the shot. I think or, the shot is the bushes. That's a good point. I mean, it's more iconic. I don't think it's a good shot, but I think it's iconic, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's fair. Like, him stepping out in the street yeah. and then tur- turning back and he's not there. Or yeah. him in the, uh, him in the, in the sheets that are yes. blowing in the wind. Like, I love like, that like, like those scenes are great. <laughs> yeah, um, I love that meme. Yeah, I mean, the, yes. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Where he's like, then he's in a hammock, then he's yeah. like breaking the leaves. Breaking leaves, like chess <laughs> with uh, Jason. Like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that Halloween 4 has some really cool moments. I also think that, like, the scene where he impales the girl with a shotgun, we're like, yeah. oh, he's going to shoot her. He's like, no, no. through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, Michael, no, use gun. <laughs> yeah, Michael. Uh, Michael's better than the uh, Zack Snyder Batman. 
You know, he still won't use guns. He only used knives and shotguns as, as I guess, rails. Um, <laughs> stake somebody to the wall with a shotgun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool sequences in Halloween 4. Some of the best kills in the franchise. And I also think it's, like, the best straight, like, straight-up slasher. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah. All right. Go for it, Ryan. All right. Getting slim here. Uh, I'm going to go back to uh, Rob Zombie and put in Rob Zombie's second movie and i don't know i think i'm gonna i think this is probably where my i'm gonna start going off the rails a little bit here because i because i really liked i I did not like the movie i think the movie was kind of silly the whole like white horse thing and the whole like laurie strode being turned into like it's it's a real tough moment i think yeah, yeah and so but what i really did like is is rob zombie's swing you know what I mean? He definitely mm-hmm. missed. <laughs> but I appreciated that he took all of his passion that he'd been building up to uh, with House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil Rejects, like all, all of these true crime movies. And he took a shot at something he loves. You know what I mean? And seeing the piece of something that he loves be so harmful and painful and and bring that to light. Because I don't think people either either casual true crime fans don't know. And I and the other, you know, side of it is I don't think a lot of people think about it, even if they are true crime fans, you know, that these books that these people write can be exploitative. I mean, the Jeffrey Dahmer yep. movie that just came out on Netflix, the I was the, gonna say, it's been a, it's been a really big deal. Yeah, the victims weren't consulted. You know what I mean? That's not good. It should be the victim should be at the forefront of any movie about a like a serial killer you know what i mean whenever you're writing a book all these sort of things and laurie strode is directly affected by loomis's cash grab into like into this macabre and i think that was a really cool swing i i actually love this laurie's reaction to trauma i feel like it's much more reasonable than um halloween 2018's Lori's reaction to trauma. I actually which, agree with you. Yeah, in which she is like jumps into counterculture and is drinking heavily and hanging out with people that are edgy and cool and and the reason that people that have you know struggles go into countercultures is because generally those people are are on the outskirts and they're generally on the outskirts because they get it. Like they have depth to understand that things aren't going well for everybody. And so people get attracted to countercultures because of that. And yeah. I think the much more reasonable switch than to hide yourself in a shed for 40 years and prepare for the end of <laughs> Michael Myers to eventually come, you know? Yeah. So also something I meant to bring up on the first one, I totally sure. forgot sure. the first time you picked out uh, the zombie one. Sure. We actually accidentally just picked back-to-back-to-back movies that all star the same actor. Uh, who's that? Daniel Harris, uh. play, who played um, who plays Jamie, the little girl in Halloween 4, Yeah, is brought back into Halloween and then Halloween 2 to play, uh, to play Annie Brackett. Wow. Yeah. So she yeah, – one of the big differences between this movie and – the, and he survives. Yeah, it is, and he survives. Yeah. And then she, she, she's in both. One of my problems with this one is that she comes back for a second movie just to get butchered a second time. <laughs> I know. I just feel bad for the poor girl more I than know. anything. I know. Um, 
I also think that there again there are real highlights in this movie to me. I think that when he's doing the Halloween two and the hospital sequence, that yes. scene is terrifying. Yes. However, yes. however, yeah. when you pull the shit, it was all a dream. I get yes. furious. <laughs> I agree. No. Uh, so I, yes, I agree that with you that it's a giant swing. Yeah. It, it works sometimes. It doesn't work other times. Yeah. I think the cinematography might be the best since the original in this first movie. Or I in agree this movie. on that too. Um, like it looks gorgeous. It yeah. really does. Yeah. And like you said, the white horse thing is weird, but it yeah. looks real pretty. It does look really pretty. Um, so, <laughs> he just needed to put his wife in the movie. Like, that's how I feel. <laughs> almost. Almost. Really. He's like, yeah, by the way, she's, she's a ghost God. now. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. There, there are enough things that I don't like about this movie where it is much lower on my list. Right. Uh, more getting very frustrated by it. But there's enough things, there's enough highlights where I'm like, man, I can, like, almost see this working. Yeah. And if he had gone down this path the whole way then yes. maybe it would be one of my favorite Halloween movies. I, but I agree. There, yeah, there's enough to turn it towards that. So. Yeah, and I and I think he toned down the immature male gazey stuff. Like you said, that he does have the whole yeah. strip club scene. But in a strip club, women are naked. Like, that's true. That happens, you know? Yes, that is also fair. <laughs> uh, well, that was Ryan's fourth, fourth pick with Two Zombies, Two Furious. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go ahead with my fourth pick, which is going to be... Halloween H2O, Ooh. 20 years later. There you go. I'm sorry, just, I have to make sure that I get the name correct, because it's so weirdly written out. The <laughs> official name is Halloween H2O, colon, 20 years later. Uh, <laughs> directed by Steve Miner, who is famous for directing Friday the 13th Part 2. Uh. Uh, but, yeah, this movie is both very silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a treatment written by Kevin Williamson, who had just come off of Scream. And they're like, Kevin, we need you to go ahead and revive Halloween. And he's like, yeah, let's bring back Laurie Strode. And they're like, great. What else do you have? And he's like, I've got too much on my plate. I'm going to hand this off to other people. And mm. so he didn't write the whole movie. <laughs> um, it kind of gets taken over by a lot of people doing weird shit. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt dies in it. Uh, That's right. <laughs> Janet Lee's in this movie. Janet Lee being Jamie Lee Curtis's mom, yeah. also famously Marion Crane. Yeah. In Psycho, she mm-hmm. takes a little, uh, she has a couple scenes with her daughter in this movie. I think this movie's a lot of fun. I yeah. think Josh Harnett and Michelle Williams being in this movie is crazy looking back at it. Uh, they were obviously two of the young up-and-comers at the time. But, yeah, I, I like this movie a lot. I wish that it didn't, I wish that it wasn't so devoted to being, like, Halloween but Scream. It's, mm. a, it's one of the few times in the franchise where... I don't feel like Halloween is establishing itself as a brand. It's yeah. just following what is popular in other horror movies. Uh. And so it's one of my only real issues with it. That's but, interesting. Yeah, it is fun. It is chill. It's also only like 85 minutes. So yeah. it's like barely a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I, I do appreciate it for what it is. No, I hear you. Yeah, so is it, do I, I have one more pick. Is that right? You have one more pick. Of all of these movies, Ryan... Which one are you going to pick? I'm going to go with Halloween Ends. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> not? Okay. Uh, I'm, like, really split. And you know what? I put I I put five above this one, but you know what? I watched Curse, and, I and like, the movie's bad. The movie's not good. Um, but <laughs> okay. the, kills, the kills are so 
freaking cool. Like, the right, so, dude explodes. Like, that's dope. And that's that's right. They electrocute the guy until he explodes. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. And that was, this is like, that I did, it's literally the only thing that I, I, I am picking it for is that the movie's not good. Um, it, it, but doesn't it have Ben Stiller? What's his name? Paul Rudd. That's Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd. Paul Rudd. Yeah, he's got Paul Rudd in it. I mean, he's fine. Um, but it just a, it just cool kills. That's it. Because <laughs> we're getting to the bottom of the barrel hill. Yeah. And, <laughs> and five is <laughs> Mike Myers is dead. Like you're leaving me with a real hard choice <laughs> with the last pick. <laughs> <laughs> so cool kills. I'm going with curse. <laughs> you go with curse. Uh, one of the things that I think is uh, like like there's like a lot that I. Like about this movie, a lot that I hate about this movie. Yeah. Like a lot that I really hate about sex. Uh, I think the whole cult is yeah. just really messed up. The fact that Jamie gives birth to Michael's son is yeah. just kind of real fucked. Um, I've got a lot of problems with that. Yeah. So I, I don't know how I feel about that. I do like the idea on its face of Tommy Doyle being the person who's been watching all these years. Because if you were a yeah. child and Michael Myers started hunting oh, yeah. you down, Yep. That I kind of get. Yeah, absolutely. So there's there's a lot of things that I think are really interesting about this movie. Yep. Again, um, I do not think it works. Um, <laughs> no, it's just, cool so kills. which version did you watch? I don't know. Whatever, whatever was on. I bought it on YouTube. I now I own all of them. Okay. But I think I owned them from the first time we were covering all of Halloween. So okay. So Chris of Michael Myers has a producer's cut that is oh different oh and. I've always heard it's the better of the two versions. Oh, I also know for a fact that it opens with an assassin walking into a room and <laughs> shooting Jamie in the head. Like, oh. like, like, right after she gives birth. Oh my god. Yeah. So, I don't know <laughs> if that's the version you watched. I mean, guessing not. It was not. Give, give me your response. <laughs> like, the cult not. murders Jamie to start the movie. Oh. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, um, I'm not sure how I feel about Colts and Michael Myers. It all is very messy. Yep. Uh, I'll be honest, I skipped it because I just didn't feel like jumping oh, on this one this time. I never. I'm like a person that if I know that the rest of the franchise is garbage, I won't watch it. Right. That's so why you didn't I, watch I, Past Four, right? Yeah. I've never. I had not watched Past Four, and I had to like watch the rest of them, and I was like, oh god. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I got I, I watched a lot more this time, and honestly, I was on my phone most of the time because I was like, I know these are bad. I just have to like stomach through them. So <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't I, put myself I, out there to watch bad movies. Like, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. There's enough good movies that I haven't seen that I'm sure. like, why did I waste two hours of my life on this bad movie? Um, <laughs> all right, so let's go ahead and finish this draft up. Uh, I have three movies to choose from. Mm-hmm. I uh, have to decide if I five. want. And do ends. I want to go with Michael Myers, Uber driver? Uh, do I want to go with uh, Happy Halloween, motherfucker? Or do I want to go with Halloween Ends? <laughs> no, is it Trick or Treat, motherfucker? I'm trying to remember what the line is from Resurrection. I don't know. God, don't it's know. one of the funniest lines I've ever heard in a movie. <laughs> I think um, it's, you're just gonna you should just go off the best line then. <laughs> go off the best line. Uh, unfortunately, that will belong to Halloween Ends. Um, the best line, undeniably, of these is Halloween Ends. Uh, 
I'm what, what is it? I'm gonna burn the sound down. I'm gonna light the <laughs> I'm match. I'm gonna light the match. We're gonna uh, burn the sound down, and I'm gonna be the match. All right. Uh, so I am gonna pick Halloween Ends. Um, what? <laughs> while I am not a fan of this movie, sure. uh, I do think that it is competently shot. It looks sure. pretty good. I don't like Corey, but there yeah. are also scenes that I like in this film. I think that him and his little clown mask murdering the doctor was yeah, a pretty cool a sequence. Yep. I think that the score by John Carpenter is epic as shit. Sure. And so John Carpenter wrote the score. So there we go. Yeah. I figured it out. <laughs> uh, I, there was, there's not a world in which I was picking Halloween 5, Revenge of Michael Myers. <laughs> I will say. It was never, that was never a question. It was just, do I want... Do I want Resurrection, which, like, kind of understands how the internet was going to be, but also sure. has no understanding of how the internet was going to be? <laughs> yeah. Or do I want the movie that we just trashed? Yeah. And <laughs> I'm going to the movie we just trashed. Sure. Uh, th- th- there's enough interesting things going on here. Yeah. Already somebody has re-edited the three David Gordon Green films into a single film. Nice. I don't know. Uh, I- I'm going to go out on a limb and say they pirated some movies to make that happen. <laughs> But uh-huh. yeah, no. Um, just just real bad, real bad yeah. stuff. Uh, also, Laurie Strode gets murdered in the beginning of Halloween Resurrection, so oh. not really a big fan of that one either. So yeah, sure. so yeah, that, it, I went with Halloween Ends because it's the least bad of my options that are on the table. Yeah, well, that's the critic in you, because like I'm still hurt emotionally from Halloween Ends. There was no way I, I would have been. I would have been like, I don't know. I'm gonna choose five because fuck Halloween Ends, like. <laughs> Yeah. So, well, Resurrection also does, like, the another cardinal sin, where it's like, by the way, the last movie where H2O, you know, where Laurie cut off Michael Myers' head, it was actually another yeah. person's head she cut off. It wasn't Michael Myers. What? Yeah. Goodness. That's bad. That's not good. No, no, it's not good. But, all right. <laughs> Do we have anything else to say about Resurrection or Revenge of Michael Myers? No. Again, a movie, Revenge of Michael Myers, where Mike drives a car to go get let somebody get their cigarettes and then lets them back in the car and just hangs out in the car while it's happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. You know, what sucks? you know what sucks about Five is that I actually huh. love the poster. Like, ironically, yeah. like the poster mm. of Jamie with, with the knife and she's like blended into the knife. Pretty yeah. cool shot. Uh, it takes place... Like a couple years later, and it just is a total disaster. So yeah. let's see, Halloween Five poster. <coughs> oh yeah, that's dope. Yeah, it's a dope. It's a dope poster. I actually would have been fine with it for Halloween Four. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, Halloween Five is a garbage truck uh, a movie. <laughs> so yep, that's amazing. I love that. All right, so I, those are the that's our Halloween draft. Yeah, uh, Ryan, do you have anything else you want to say about the Halloween movies that we haven't already covered? Um, no, I mean, I think that we covered a lot of it. I, I think that, you know, like me, I would suggest that you watch, uh, if you're going to watch them, I would watch Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 3, Halloween 4, um, and then Kills and Halloween 2018. And if you wanted to watch The Rob Zombies, you could probably watch the first one and be okay. And and if you're a really big true crime fan, the second one might be interesting, but it's not a good movie. And the other pe- – oh, I remember what I was going to say about the second Halloween movie, uh, Rob Zombie Halloween movie, is you think it's going to be – you think it's going to be a remake because the first one is a remake, right? 
And then mm-hmm. he teases you with the remake of the hospital scene. <laughs> and then it's a dream, like AJ said. And so it's it, it kind of I think it was also like expectation. I did see it way back in the day when I was in high school, right? It, maybe mm-hmm. early college. Um I did see it then, but I completely forgot. And so I watched them back to back and I'm like, oh, this is going to like, I can't wait to see Halloween 2, right? <laughs> it Rob Zombie's rendition of Halloween 2. And it was not that. And I think that's really confusing, right? A little bit. Yeah. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Anything? Uh, no, I mean, I, I think that we pretty much covered it all. Um, I think it's a crazy town that David Gordon Green has directed more Halloween movies than anybody else. <laughs> uh, you know, it's such a synonymous like series to John Carpenter. Yeah. Uh, Rick Rosenthal also directed two of them, I believe. Yeah. yeah. He directed Halloween resurrection and Halloween two. So just real bipolar <laughs> vibes <laughs> on that one. Yeah. One was the first overall pick. The other one was undrafted. Um, <laughs> again, we want to go ahead and preach. Please go see Halloween three. If you've never seen it, because it's yes. super weird and just ignore the fact that it's got Halloween in the title. Right. It's still a very fun movie. So. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Go watch it. All right. So with that, I'm AJ. And I'm Spooky Ryan. Keep it spooky. Spooky.